Christina, you're on. Hello, yes. All right, excellent. Finally getting <laughs> to um, all right, everyone. I got Christina Donzer from Jackson Memorial. We're gonna start finally doing my podcast that I've been talking about since soccer season. Um, first before we get into everything, how are you holding up with this social distance? Um, I mean, it stinks. Can't really train how I would like to, but there's ways around it. You can kind of figure it out and do your own thing. So it's not terrible. I just wish I could see everyone again. Yeah. How's school going? Doing, you know, you guys are doing the remote learning? Yeah, it's not bad. It's honestly a lot easier compared to within school, but I miss the classroom environment. So yeah, yeah I miss my high school days too. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, we're going to get into, you know, pretty much everything basketball. Um, so first, uh, how old were you when you, you know, you first started, you picked up a basketball? Um, when I first started, I was about six years old around there. Okay. And did you play other sports as well, or just basketball? Uh, yes, actually, I was mainly a soccer player and I kind of just played basketball on the side for fun and then. I played for probably about 11 years, just strictly soccer, and then I switched over to basketball. Um, what was the reasoning, you know, you decided that you like basketball more? Um, um, well, it was kind of like a tight spot. We had to figure out, like, timing and, like, money-wise if I could do AAU and play travel soccer or I had to pick one or the other. So it just kind of came to, like, the point of which one I think I could have had a future more in and which one I enjoyed better. So then I just chose basketball. Actually, wanted to touch base with that. Um, my niece just started playing traveling, and the cost of traveling, I know, you know, talking to parents, the cost of AAU basketball, um, way different than my my time. I think when my sister played traveling, it was $35 a season. Oh, and wow. now I think, I don't know how much she sold about like 600 for a year of traveling soccer. Yeah. <laughs> so, change, you know, talking to the parents. I know AAU basketball is, you know, up there. So I know it puts a burden on, you know, parents, you know, trying to do what's best for the kid, you know, but taking one score. And then also you got, you know, AAU, uh, you know, similar to travel and soccer, you know, it's more of an all year thing than, you know, back when I was in high school, everyone played three sports, you know, it wasn't a full year of just doing one sport. Yeah. Um. Uh, so uh, I want to talk about your family a little bit. Got to know them pretty well this season. You know, very supportive. They're at every single game of yours, which, you know, has to feel good. Of course. Um, you have a sister. Uh, she play any sports? Uh, yeah, she actually played basketball in high school at Liberty. And then she played soccer, but she played soccer in college at OCC. And she ended up being an All-American goalie. So, okay. so. Athletes run in the family, obviously. <laughs> yes. And, and your mom coaches high school sports. Yes. You know, she was trying to get me to get to uh, softball games. <laughs> you know, if there was a season, but I, I don't know if I could say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did that when I wrote for the newspaper. It was uh, it was dragging sometimes. Mm-hmm. I want to move over. Let's uh, talk about AAU a little bit. Um, how old were you when you started playing AAU? Um, I was probably about like 11 or 12 when I, it was around when I stopped playing soccer. Okay. And uh, what was the first AAU team you played for? 
Um, I first played for the Shore Shots with Tracy Sabino. That was like one of the first AU teams that we knew around here. That was I kind of had like my age group and everything. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Shore Shots. Everybody knows about them. <laughs> and then you moved over to the FBC Defenders. Yes. Now, who were your coaches there? Uh, Coach John Stone and Andre Williams. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Andre follows me on Twitter. <laughs> um, any other teams did you play for? Um, yeah, I actually left the Defenders briefly and then played for the Heat, which was the Jersey Warriors for Dennis Adams. Okay. So and, you played with Destiny a little bit? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, who else was on that team? Um, it was Jada Bang, Kamari Reynolds, um, Annie Mako. Dakota. Okay. It was a lot of great players. Yeah. That is a pretty stacked team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you ended up going back to the Defenders yes. after that? Um, how old were you when you went back to the Defenders? Was it recently or? Um, I'd probably say when I was about 14 or 15. Okay. And that um, want to talk a little bit, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Bianca playing with you on the defenders. I watched the highlight clips, you know, this past, you know, last summer, you know, um, let's talk about playing with Bianca. Uh, first, how, how long have you played with Bianca? Cause you two have a great chemistry together. Um, I've known her for pretty much all my life, but we've been playing together since Jackson travel. So about 10 years. Okay. Um, your opinion of, I mean, she is a truly pass first point guard. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How does um how does she make you a better player? Um, well she honestly she just looks for the reads. Like even if say like as like a shooting guard, you think you're open, but you don't really realize how close the defender may be. So she'll be mm-hmm. like, Okay, cut through or like she's she's the quarterback of the team. So she tells us where to go. She knows when to throw the ball. She knows by the look like a glance what's going to happen and where we're gonna go. So just having that connection, it just builds myself and builds a team to be like closer together and know what each person's going to be doing. When I used to play street ball, I had a friend past like Bianca, you have, you know, when you were, you're going down the court fast breaking, your head needed to be on a swivel because you never knew when that pass was coming or where it was coming from. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to, um, let's move into, you know, your high school career um, for, you know, you had a great, basketball career you also played I know you played soccer did you play any other sports I played lacrosse for freshman and sophomore year okay I know zero about lacrosse (laughs) (laughs) um what were some of the goals you set um well you know as a freshman you know first season you know some of the girl uh, goals that you you might have set you know your freshman year just for your freshman year and also, you know, going into your freshman year, uh, goals you had for your, for your career? Um, just going into my freshman year, um, I just want to kind of adjust to the whole, I guess, varsity aspect and being able to play, like, top-level competition and obviously trying to make a move to win, like, the B-South title um, in our conference and make moves in states and stuff like that. Um, I'd say for my four years, it was definitely to be a 1,000-point scorer. Um, and to hopefully win a state ring, that was always one of the main goals. But, um, yeah, it was always just about, like, conference titles, you know, winning with the team, breaking records, stuff like that. 
Now, your freshman year, you played with uh, Jackson Liberty. Yes. Um, who, who was the coach? Uh, coach Sam Savona. Okay. Um, what did you learn your freshman year playing? Um, you, you got injured? Yes, I did. I actually sprained my ankle very badly in a practice, and it resulted in me missing about five games. So I think as a freshman, you would you think you just go down, like you hang your head. But it really mm-hmm. taught me like how to handle adversity and like any obstacles that come your way. And then after I missed those five games, I came back really great ending into playoffs and stuff. So, uh, so some of the players you played with your freshman year. Now I know I was out of the basketball mix when you were a freshman, but um, any any players uh, standout players. Um, well, I played with Kayla Nelson. Um, I've played with her since okay. Jackson Travel as well. Um, there was Lauren Bungay. She was a big. She was a senior when I was a freshman. There's the Mamrega twins. They were um, seniors when I was freshman. The McGees that play soccer now. Um, so yeah, it was kind of more of a, I guess, an athlete type of team that really we had very few like I guess focused basketball players but we still tried to make it work and we played hard every game. So that's really all that mattered. That's a big issue, you know, going to all these games that I see public schools, you know, they might have only one or two natural basketball players and then all athletes. Yes. And, um, you know, I always like, especially, you know, I love watching a soccer player play basketball because um, just, you could just tell by defense, in my opinion, that they play soccer, you know, when, you know, they have a unique defensive uh, presence playing basketball. Yes. Um, after your freshman year, is that when you um, moved to Memorial? Yes. Okay. Um, you know, play for Rachel. Uh, great coach. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, what's like playing for her. Um, it's an experience that I feel like most players wouldn't even get to have. She's so motivated and dedicated and she cares about her players and obviously wants to win. Um, and she'll do anything to get us there. Like we practice with scout team. Like we have assistant coaches come in playing hard against us. Um, we never take any light breaks. Like every possession we go hard. It's always like her grind mentality, as she would say. So it was always just working hard, like doing the little things, focusing on discipline, which I think prepared me for the next level very well. Yes, you know, we'll talk a little later about the little ballers camp. I love what she does there. You know, it's not just basketball, it's conditioning. Um, but we'll talk a little bit about that later. Um, for now, your junior year, I only got to see one game. Uh, it was against Matawan. Really wasn't much to see that game. <laughs> um, I talk about a little bit playing with uh, Danny Evans because, um, you know, I didn't really get to see her that much. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, she – was one of those threats where everyone knew she was good, but because she was our big man, they wouldn't take her as serious on the three-point line, and she would just drain it anytime she was wide open. Sometimes we'd she'd dribble down the court on a fast break, and Goody would say, like, pull it out, and she'd hit a three, and then everyone's like, okay, there it is. Like, that's completely okay. Um, but, yeah, it was awesome playing with her. She really showed no emotion, and then, like, when she did show that emotion, she would just would be a beast on the board, score in the post, like, she was such a big threat and it helped us succeed a lot last year. Yeah, I was impressed, you know, you know, with you, Rachel and her, you know, that's, you know, and Bianca running a point that, you know, that's a solid four players that most public schools um, don't really have the luxury of having. 
Um, all right, let's talk talk a little bit about your classmates. Um, we talked about Bianca. Let's talk about to me, you know, Ali Vela, you know, one of your unsung heroes mm-hmm. gets dirty underneath. I don't know how many offensive rebounds, you know, and putbacks. Um, just, you know, perfect role player, you know, does whatever, you know, to my opinion, you know, getting to watch her this season, you know, whatever the team needed to, um, she needed to do to help the team she did. Yeah, no, I mean, she, she's just one hard worker. Like she's just like, go to the wall like super hard doesn't really care about anything she's just gonna get the ball like whatever's in her sight she's gonna grab it um but yeah like I've been playing with her for about eight years so we have that that big connection too and she really was mainly just a basketball player so just her excitement especially because she didn't really play it full year to be on the court with everyone it's just it just shows the passion even more to get the win and to play hard for the rest of the team and you also played with uh, Mackenzie? Yes. Right? How long have you uh, uh, played with her as well? Um, same thing, about eight years. Me, uh, Bianca, Allie, and Mackenzie all played together on the same Jackson travel team. Okay. So we've all known each other for a pretty long time. <laughs> that's how, you know, that's how public school, you know, start developing good programs, you know, starts from the middle school. You know, I've talking to other public school coaches that wish their middle school programs and younger would start, you know, working that way when um, these girls get to high school, you know, they could be, you know, competitive. Yes. Um, we didn't talk about Rachel. Um, great shooter. How, how does she make your job easier being such a lethal shooter? you know, from outside and be, oh, she could also take it to the hoop whenever she wants. Oh yeah. I mean, she's just, she's a great player all around, but um, when teams would come and their scouting report was, okay, you need to work out for Donza and you look up for Capua. When say I would get hot, then it'd be a risk to like not guard me to guard Rachel or vice versa. Like if she was hot, it opened up for me. Like I was hot, opened up for her. So Honestly, I think just having two scorers and especially having a great shooter like her, like you cannot leave her open. So it just created so much for even like the other girls in the team. Teams would be so worried about her and uh, me that they would just like focus on Allie in the corner and then she'd hit three corner baseline threes. So it's really like I think that ability just to score opened up for so much within the team itself. Yeah, yeah. Um... I was going to say, you know, watching, you know, the team this year, everyone got involved. Um, you know, you know, every player knew their role, um, I felt. And, uh, you know, you were one of the most fun teams to watch. You know, you played that fast pace that I love. Um, before we talk about your senior year basketball, I just want a little bit about um, soccer. You know, you played soccer your senior year. Uh, caught a couple games. Team went undefeated during the regular season and then unfortunately you know lost first round sure lost first round in states uh talk about what was the decision that you decided uh you wanted to play soccer your senior year um to me it was something i think i brought it up with your mother um you know knowing that you guys could contend for a state title in basketball what made you want to play soccer your senior year um yeah it was definitely a risk of injury especially with my ankles nothing especially with that uneven ground definitely not in my favor but um Oh, your field, yeah, that was a, a bumpy field. <laughs> yeah, but, um, I mean, I knew that this was going to be the last time that I'd ever play soccer again. So starting 
off with the sport that led to like my love for athletics, my love for basketball. I wanted to finish my high school career with the sport that started me off. That's, that's good. Um, what was your feeling, you know, losing the first round in the shore? My opinion, that bracket for the shore conference soccer was, uh, for some reason, you guys were the one seed and you had a, I would say, played, had tougher teams than the two seed on the other side of the bracket. Yeah, I so, the bracket was kind of weird, but I mean, it was really disappointing losing first round. Mm-hmm. We did have high expectations, but it happened. And as well as well in states losing first round. Now, from my understanding, you guys lost to Clearview, right? First yes. round in states. Now, I heard they were not your typical, you know, 15 seed. Yeah. That they were way better. Um, so um, t- just uh, t- yeah, talk about a little bit about the state, state game. Yeah, um, definitely was not a 15 seed. They were pretty good, and especially like me. Like, I know soccer, but like, I obviously don't know it as well as basketball. But you can just tell, like, great players when you see them. And it was a tight game throughout the bat. And then they hit one goal in the second half that was kind of close to the end. And I think that was when we started to fall apart and our emotions started getting the best of us. And then that was it. Yeah, I mean, soccer, tough sport, you know, because most of the time one goal could do the trick and it could be deflating. Yeah. Um. Okay, we're gonna go. Let's go into basketball. Your senior year, you know, like I said, I got to watch this team a lot. One of one of the three top teams I like to watch this past season. Um, first, um, let's talk about setting the all-time record for Jackson for scoring. Um, what was the previous record? Uh, the previous record was sixteen seventy-nine. And what did you finish 1824. with? Eighteen twenty-four. Yeah. Now, to me, you were the most one of the most consistent scorers in the shore i mean every game you knew what you were getting out of you um the way you fought for offensive rebounds i mean early on in the season i wish i kept track of offensive rebounds i started doing it later in the season i mean there's some games where you you know seven or eight offensive rebounds um so not just the score you know you did you know whatever you had to do to help your team win um i want to talk a little bit about shore conference um you guys played point Beach for round one, yes. right? Which is ironically the game you set the scoring <laughs> record. Um, I left at halftime. Really wasn't much. To watch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I actually question why you know certain teams are you know get into states, get into a short conference that you know just get blown out. You know because I don't think that does good for anybody. Yeah. Um, then you had was Marlboro the next yes. game? Yes. We'll talk a little bit about the Marlboro game. Um, my opinion, I thought that was the only bad matchup in the whole, you know, out of all the teams for you guys. Just their style, you know, constant subbing, you know, fast praise, um, you know, because you guys, you know, not the deepest bench um, where they, you know, they go 12, 13 deep Marlboro, you know, where they're completely changing and fast breaking. Um Talk a little bit, you know, the game very physical. You want to talk a little bit about, you know, how physical that game was? Yeah, it was unreal. I even look back on watching the film and I'm just like, how is there no fouls called for this? Like, how is this even allowed? But I mean, that's just the way of the game. It was, they're very fast paced team. Like, if I thought we were fast paced, that was unreal. Um, (laughs) 
I mean, you guys, you guys definitely look winded. I mean, you fought though. I mean, you finished with thirty-seven that game, right? Um, I think I had just thirty. I'm pretty sure. Thirty. Yeah, okay, yeah thirty. Um, now I talked to one of the uh, assistant coaches at Marlboro um, during uh, the, the non-public semis, and uh, same thing. He didn't understand first why there was only two refs at you know such a, you know, both teams play fast pace, you know, how they only sent two refs and how some of these uh, things weren't called, you know, both ways. Yeah. Um, so we kind of had the same opinion <laughs> as everyone else. Um, he actually asked me if I knew, you know, he said his team was hurting like physically after that game. And I said, I'm pretty sure Jackson was hurting too. After that game. Yeah. I mean, sadly um, we had one of our girls tore her ACL that game. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, you think she's going to be ready for soccer season next um, year? I mean, we're praying that she is. I'm hoping that she is. She's such a hard worker. But in the reality, I think she would rather be prepared for her senior year than forcing it now. So, Yeah, that's a good point, too. Um, all right, so you guys get upset. You know, you, well, you didn't get upset. I mean, it was a pretty even matchup against Marlboro. Um, yeah, a couple prep games before states. And then uh, we'll talk a little bit, you know, first game. You know, playing against Gary Litton's Lexi, you know, I know how close everyone is with, you know, Gary being one of your trainers. How did it feel first playing against, you know, Lexi? Um, I mean, it was super exciting. I think like Bianca and I, we were a little nervous at first because she was saying like that they were ready. They were ready to come for us. But our nerves, I think, <laughs> were just coming from, you know, senior season could be your last game, depending on what happens. <laughs> But we were ready. We we came in. And my, it was really close at first. But as soon as it was like nine to eight, we were like, okay, like this is where we got to just go off. And then that's when we all just started gelling together. And then we were just unstoppable yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. The first quarter was one of the most impressive quarters. You know, both teams, you know, very fast paced up and down. And then they, you know, they made a coaching adjustment. They kind of slowed, you know, slowed down their pace a little bit. But, you know, your second half, you you went off in the second <laughs> half. It was so important. You know. you know, and I sat with Gary, you know, even, you know, he uh, he supports his, you know, the players he trains. And, you know, it was it was just one of, you know, impressive shooting performances you had <laughs> in that game. Um, and then, unfortunately, uh, after you guys win, you play Shawnee, who, you know, had an upset in round one. Um I think they upset actually Clearview, yes, right? Yes, they did. Yeah, ironic. And then, uh, you know, they come to, you know, Jackson. You know, I purposely missed that game, went somewhere else, figuring, you know, I got a little confident, I got, I guess, thinking that you guys were going to move on. And um, since I wasn't at that game, could, you know, you want to talk a little bit about, you know, that game, the style they played? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, they were definitely not a 14 seed, I believe they were definitely not what they were supposed to be um they were a great team they're well coached um they face guarded me hard throughout the first half I think I had maybe three points the first half if anything um and then they guarded the paint very well they knew that we like to drive they they just scouted us very very well on the offensive end they had a big that was kind of out out matching us she's a freshman very good um so she just Uh, what's her um, name I don't know her name I think it's Scott. Is Scott I her last name? I think so. Yes. But, okay. Yeah, she's a great player. So, you know, feeding in the post. Um, 
they were more disciplined, not really a fast style like we were used to or like we do play. Um, so I think that discipline and then us trying to just go, 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 we got tired a little bit and then they would just capitalize on our mistakes. I mean, that's, you know, that's the recipe how, you know, upset teams, you know, limit your mistakes and capitalize on the other team's mistakes. Um, you know, since we talked, talked about Gary, you know, him being one of your trainers, um, how, how did you, uh, get introduced to Gary? Uh, well, my mom and I first found out about him through Annie Mako, who graduated from Manasquan in 2019. Um, yes, I'm very – talk to her mother <laughs> quite often. Ironically, last year, my niece started playing basketball. I asked Annie's mom who would she recommend if my niece wanted to start taking it a little seriously, and Gary was the name that she threw out right away, so – yeah, no, he's he's um, awesome. I honestly, I've never been more grateful that she introduced us to him because he has expanded my game so much and just makes me realize things that I never realized in the past. And I think without his help and his training, I definitely would have not been how I was this year. I noticed the similarity with the players he trains. You know, he trained more Carney, you know, Bianca, uh, Jordan Keating. All of you have a very aggressive style going to the yes. hoop, I notice. And um, I'm, I'm assuming that comes – it just – you know, when you see players similar playing the similar way, all coming from the same, you know, camp, <laughs> basically. Um, it has to be something he trains. Is that something, you know, he, he pushes? Um, because all of you it, – it's just amazing how similar, you know, you, you girls um yeah i mean we obviously focus on like a lot of like moves to the basket but when we get to the basket we notice that there's a lot of us fading away or like trying to avoid the contact and stuff so when we first started training with him he would throw like a heavy ball at us we'd have to catch it and finish through the contact like it was just so many different like objects that would be thrown our way just to get used to going up strong or he'd take like a foam roller and try to block our shot just for us to go in deeper and go up so it was just a lot of different methods that he used to get us to know to attack the basket stronger and to finish through any contact. Yeah. I mean, I got the first time I met him in person was the South for sure event. You know, you guys played Manuswan, St. Rose, RBC, St. John Vianney, Rumson. Uh, what a great event. And, you know, me and him probably spent, six hours talking until you know until his daughter played you know they were just talking to him basketball you know i could talk basketball with him for hours he just you know loves the game um and you know it looks like you know he's always teaching you know even when you guys were playing that day he was you know yelling things to rachel and he just uh yes absolutely um all right let's move on um you committed to navy um what was one of your reasons, um, a couple of reasons why you chose um, Navy? Well, obviously the campus is gorgeous. It's probably one of the most beautiful campuses in the United States. <laughs> um, and uh, like our future is pretty much set up for anyone that goes there. Like I know most people think that it's about the next four years for college, but I was trying to look at the next 40 years for my life and like my future family and everything that would be set up. So I'd be graduating and then I'd have a job set up for me right away. And then after that, I can get any job that I possibly could dream of. So, um, 
I mean, that's excellent. Um, what, what do you plan on studying? You know, any, like, do you have a major picked out yet? Future goals, you know, what you would like your profession to be any of that thought of, I know you're only going to be a freshman and people change their minds six times, probably while they're in college. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm thinking about studying cyber operations and then after serving my five years, um, I plan on working for the FBI in some type of way. Excellent. Excellent. Um, let's talk basketball a little bit at Navy. Um, what are some goals you have, you know, going in, you know, as a freshman and long-term goals playing basketball? Um, as Navy? a freshman, I would like to be obviously like a rookie of the year, like constant like rookie of the week, stuff like that. But um, obviously to win Patriot League championships, I know we haven't really been um, as high up there the past few years, but definitely want to make that change next year, uh, make it to the NCAA tournament. Um, and then in the future, just be another thousand point plus score, maybe 2000. And then just being all American at that level, that's just a huge honor to be. I actually want to comment, you know, getting to like, I know you're very just getting to know you this past season, very goal oriented. You know, the fact that you said, you know, going to Navy is not about the next four years, it's your next 40 years. I mean, it just shows you, you know, where your head's at. And, um, you know, you're always thinking long term, which is, you know, great. How old are you? 17, 18. How many 17 year olds is planning for the next 40 years? <laughs> Not many. So, um, all right. Well, last thing I just want to talk about, you know, the Giving Back Sports Award. Um, I remember the first day it came out, your mom sent me a text about how much this meant to you. Explain, you know, why did this, you know, this award mean, mean so much? Um, well, honestly, I think that life is way bigger than just bas- like basketball, any sport, school, you know, just the typical things. I feel like it's more being a kind person, like being that person that you want to be a role model, have kids look up to you, leaving like a legacy behind. Um, just being an example for a younger student athlete or any kid has been something that I've always like wanted to be and giving back to the community is just one way that kids can see that the individual isn't as much as the community is supposed to be. I mean, that's perfect. I mean, again, you know, 17 years old, you're, you know, as much as, you know, you give back, um, you know, I, I see some of it, you know, you um, helping Rachel out with the little ballers camp, you know, my niece loves, working with you know you Bianca you know she got a big kick out of it um uh you want to talk a little bit you know about Rachel with the little baller camp and you know when she started it and um um to me it's you know it's good especially if you get a lot of Jackson kids you start developing them young you know that way you know when they get to the you know middle school and high school level you know good understanding you know especially with Rachel's style yeah no it's it's so fun I think all of the girls look forward to little ballers every Tuesday we're just like okay you guys are little ballers oh absolutely it's it's awesome like seeing just like the young kids their smiles their faces they're laughing like starting to get a feel for the game even the ones that probably have no idea what is going on and they're still having so much fun like that's what we look forward to and just having them look up to you and be able to have them listen on you teaching them something that you love and you've been playing since for the longest time that's just something that we wouldn't want to trade 
one of the games I brought my niece to this season for you, for you girls was um, after, you know, she was sitting down waiting. Um, your mom wanted to introduce me to you finally. And uh, two different players went up to her, my niece, knowing who she was. And she got the biggest kick out of it. I said to her, walking to the court, you're more popular <laughs> than I am at these games. So it just shows how much, you know, that, you know, Rachel has, you know, the full team buy-in on this, you know, and they look forward to it. And uh, it's just, you know, such a good outlook. Um, uh, last thing, I, I know you give back in a lot of ways. What, what are some of the things you do, you know, to help give back? Um, so in the past, I've done Relay for Life for um, cancer awareness. Um, I've done food pantries. Um, there's a thing we do called Toys for Tots with ROTC. Um, we basically, we donate a ton of toys and like during Christmas time, we give them out to kids that can't afford to have as many toys as they would like to have for Christmas. Um, I created for our game, our alumni game against wall. I made it into an American brain tumor association fundraiser. So yeah, if I knew that I would have been at that (laughs) game, but you know, I got my shirt, so I appreciate that. But, um, what made you want to start start that? Um, well, so my grandmother passed away from brain cancer. So I know every year Jackson has done like Jackson Day where the boys team plays um, Memorial, mm-hmm. Liberty versus Memorial for, say, like childhood cancer or whichever the cancer is for that year. So I wanted the girls programs to be able to feel that and do something better and to give back in that way. We weren't really allowed to play liberty but i wanted to do it no matter what with any team so i talked to goody i talked to our athletic director and we just figured out that the alumni game we'd have the most people we do like a raffle t-shirts stuff like that so we raised that over i think 450 dollars for the association so that's excellent excellent work um all right i mean took up about 30 minutes of your time i Christina, I really appreciate you doing this. Help me get no, this started. Thank you, you know. so much for having me. And um, I will be bugging your mother for uh, Navy tickets. <laughs> next of course. Season, um, when, you, when you play, you know, I'm starting to make a list of players. You know, I got to see Lola play. You know, it was nice to go see her play um, when they played Princeton. Um, but, you know, I'm starting to make a list of what, you know, what players I need to that play get to play locally. Um, that I could catch, you know, playing at the next level. So I thank you, Christina, and uh, I'll let you go. And uh, good luck, uh, you know, Navy. And hopefully, uh, hopefully, this uh, virus starts leveling out, so parks and gyms start opening. <laughs> of up. course, thank you so much. You right. too. You have a good day. <laughs>